tales just get reminded. They, they get brought up to my conscious. You got that old man dimension, man. You forget your own talk tales. <laughs> I've gone through so much. My name is Mike Jimenez. That's Joe Garcia. This is the Alamo City Sportscast coming at you from the Alamo City, San Antonio, Texas, home of the Riverwalk, the silver and black San Antonio Spurs for three glorious Sundays, the New Orleans Saints back in the day, UTSA Roadrunners, St. Mary's Rattlers, UIW Cardinal, Trinity Tigers. Welcome to San Antonio. My name is Mike Jimenez. Joe Garcia producing today's show. We go for about an hour and 15 minutes. We're exclusive right now on YouTube, but later on in the day, you can find us on all the major podcast platforms. If you want to be part of the show, reach out to us, leave us a comment. Comments already coming in already from Matt Lerma, Chris Gonzalez, Chris Leha. I like Bane Stain. Look at this. I bet you won't mess up again. I bet you I won't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to try to figure that out. Top right corner, there is a buy us a coffee QR code. If you want to tip us, it's not tipping me. It's tipping Joe. If you want to help pay for some of the equipment that we have yeah. here, let it a, rain. Say let a thank rain. you. Let it rain. You know, we like the movie Coming to America. We appreciate the money that jingles, but we really do want the money that folds. Okay. You can tip a dollar, $5, $20, whatever the case may be. You know, we, we would appreciate it. We'd appreciate it. John C. reaching out to us already saying UIW should be called the Fighting Cardinals. Man, after that brawl from a couple of nights ago over there at UIW as they lost to A&M Commerce, and they were pissed off about that. Hey, I was going to say, I did something interesting. I connected something called our cloud bot, right? Yeah. So now when the listeners or the viewers comment, look what happens. Their comments just magically appear here on the screen. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. So we we have some other things that are going to be coming out, but... I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just wanted to bring that to their attention. Well, as you know, we do sports, yeah. pop culture, and nostalgia. Are we going to, you know, we have to talk about Dak Prescott because Bleacher Report is basically saying, uh, Cowboy fans, brace yourself. Dak's going to be the no, highest paid no. player in the NFL, the highest paid player in league history this summer. And why is it so? Why are the Cowboys, why do the Cowboys have no leverage? We'll kind of explain that as well. College Football Playoff Committee has finally released the details of what the playoff will look like this upcoming season. We'll get into that. Spurs talk. Jeff Garcia from Lockdown Spurs asked the question, what is the one storyline that we're looking forward to this year as the Spurs end their season? I know they're on the rodeo road trip. They get back on the court tomorrow. But is there something that you're focusing on as the season comes to a close? We're going to talk about exotic animals. Exotic? You're not like Mike Exotic? Like Mike Exotic, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, police in Northeast Texas freaked out because they were called to a park, and the animal they found was bizarre. Because it, it ain't nowhere near coming from Texas. It's coming oh, from man. continents away. Down and under. the weird thing is, it's actually legal to own here. So we'll talk about that as well. We'll get into some pop culture as well. But are we going to let fate decide this, Joe? I think we are, man. So Joe has the the, the wheel of death, the wheel of fortune over here. Here it is. And it, it's going to help us decide today if we're going to talk sports, pop culture, nostalgia, or if I'm going to give a tall tale. I hope it lands on tall tales. Well, I don't have a tall tale coming to mind well, other than one that I can I can bring up from the past. But uh, Well, you see, this is the thing with the tall tales. They don't all have to be true. No, they have to be true. It's kind of like when I was talking about the, the nostalgic movie reviews, people would always come up to me at a bar or at a restaurant or at a Spurs game, and they'll be like, Jimenez, man, we love that bit that you do 
about how you'd never watched these movies before. And, and it's so cool that you're going back and, and pretending like you had never seen them. And I had to like touch them on the shoulder and say, dude, I honestly had never seen these movies before. <laughs> it's a bit. <laughs> they thought it was a bit. And I'm like, no, it's not a bit. That's just my life. That's just it. Oh, man. And uh, so it's kind of funny. So the, the, uh, the eyes would bug out. They're like, we just thought it was a bit. The tall tales are not a bit. The tall tales actually happen. They're now, real. I can, I can uh, you know, do a flashback to, to one of the glorious ones. Uh, I'll probably do the one from Vegas, uh, for those of you who don't know this oh, one. God. I mentioned how I got punched in the face in Vegas. Actually, face is the cheek. That's part of the face. So I guess it, that is what it is. But we're taking the show on the road in about four weeks. We'll be doing the show from March Madness there look, in look Sin City. What Mario Cavazos says, maybe pay for a six-pack if Mike adds you into one of his tall tales. There you go. There you go. So let's go ahead and spin the wheel and see what we're talking about first. And for those of you who are following let's us right now it. on YouTube, do you like this? Do you like fate deciding what we're talking about? Yes! Tall tale! <laughs> All right, tall tale time. I was hoping it was going to land on tall tales. Yeah, this is only what I can think of because I told this story yesterday in a client meeting because uh, we were talking about Vegas and whatnot. And I'll be in Vegas in four weeks. My friends and I typically go for March Madness. And I don't go every year, but I at least go every other year. And there was one time I went for Super Bowl. And I got so drunk at one of the parties there because the Super Bowl party was 250 bucks, All you can eat, all you can drink for the entire game. Two hours before the game, two hours after the game. It was an entire night. I probably downed an entire bottle of Crown. Uh, I ditched my friends. And I went off for a walk, and I just remember waking up the next morning. And when I woke up, I had no idea where I was. I was off the strip. I had my clothes on. My shoes were still on. And I'm freaking out because I don't remember checking into a hotel. I go to the, uh, the, the, the nightstand. I find my wallet. All my winning Super Bowl tickets are there, and there's a mountain of chips there, a couple of grand in chips. I have no idea where this all came from. So there I am pocketing all this stuff. I call downstairs and I ask the question, uh, where am I? And they say, well, sir, you're at the Hooters Hotel. The Hooters. So I look out the window and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm off the strip. Not that far off the strip, but I apparently had walked over two miles to get there drunk off my ass. And I go downstairs to check out and, and, I, and I'm just telling them, I'm thinking to myself, man, my wife's going to be pissed off because, you know, if there's a $400 charge, because it was a nice room. $400 charge, I'm going to be screwed. And they're like, sir, we got you for just $69. It's perfectly fine. I was like, okay, cool. And I'm just looking around. I'm checking out, and they're laughing at me. Like the front desk is laughing at me. And for those of you who don't know the Hooters Hotel, it's now called the Ojos Locos Hotel because they bought it. For those of you who don't remember, for, for those of you who have uh, ever been there, it's a small casino. Yeah. It's a small hotel. It's maybe four stories, six stories tops. Well, anyway, I'm I'm coming out and they're giggling at me, and I'm like, everything okay? And and I just basically asked them about it, and they said, "Sir, you were out of control last night. You were at the at the craps table, just throwing a heater, <laughs> and you were falling over. Chips were flying all over the place. You were dropping chips. We had to go monitor you and make sure that your chips were, you know, in your possession." And we realized that you were too drunk. So what we did is we took your debit card out and we actually just gave you a room and we you stumbled the entire time. But we halfway carried you to the room 
got you onto the bed, made sure you were fine, put all your winnings on the table, made sure your wallet was there, and then we just left you alone. Okay, I didn't even get under the covers. I was, I was, I was, I I woke up on top of the covers, right? That trash, bro. Yeah. (laughs) So I asked the guys that were down there who had seen all this, me going wild at the craps table, stumbling drunk. What time was that? And they all started laughing. They're like, sir, that was about an hour ago. Oh, man. <laughs> Power nap, baby. Puke and rally, baby. Puke and rally. Like, no, I didn't puke, but uh, it was still funny, dude. Hey, but that's, I think it's fun to, to add the the wheel in here. Yeah. And we'll leave it up to the viewers, too. You know, we're going to go ahead and start a little poll. And we're going to ask you guys, what topics would you like us to put on the wheel? Yeah. And that way we can spin it maybe tomorrow. Because it's going to be throwback Thursday. You know, and maybe if we get prizes to give away in the future maybe we put their names oh, yeah, on there we yeah. could use that james molina reaches out on our youtube stream says uh i hit 700 on a wheel of fortune slot at hooters good times dude there's this girl that i follow on instagram who swears that you can find out which slot machine is going to pay out at some point <laughs> Okay, so when it comes to slot machines, depending yeah. on the casino, casinos will give away anywhere between 92% to 99% of what it's put in. Okay. Okay, so casinos pocket a dollar or eight dollars, between a dollar and eight dollars for every hundred that gets put in the machine. So they spit out the money, yeah. right? They're not just pocketing the money, they're gonna spit it out. And when you go around the casinos, they will actually advertise this from some time to time, like these are 98% uh slot machines and stuff like that people don't even see that so there's this belief that if you have a 93 percent 93 percent payout machine that you're losing seven cents for every dollar you put into it but what happens if the jackpots are high well if the jackpots are high it hasn't paid out yet so there's this girl that goes around who who monitors all of these uh slot machines and knows what the average jackpot is. And if she goes to a machine that has an abnormally high jackpot, she theorizes that every spin might make her about a buck twenty for every dollar she puts in there. And she says that she's a professional slot machine player, that she's making money. And she shows all these jackpots that she hits. Now I'm excited to go play slots because I've never been a slot guy. Got a little slot hack. Lot slot hack is what it is. Yes. Yeah. yeah and uh, dancing drums is my favorite one. I mean, I do play some slots, but I never put more than 50 bucks in. But I think this time, I might put two or 300 in. See what happens. See what happens. Yeah. See what happens. Look at what John C. said, man. Put 400 in red and hit. Was shaky and quiet as I walked to the cashier to cash out. Dude, there's... Good man. There's a... a, um, I'm glad you mentioned that because I went to Vegas one time with, with one of my best friends. And he put down $40 on red and he hit. So they so it's 80 bucks, right? He said, let it ride. And it hit. And there's 160 on there. And he goes, let it ride. And he hit and it was 320. And he goes, let it ride. Oh no. And man. he hit and it was 640. And at this point, I'm grabbing him by the shoulder. I'm like, Joseph, leave. And I said, You got $640 on the table. He goes, no, I don't. I got 40 bucks. Like in his mind, he told himself it's still just 40 bucks because that's what he started with. Yeah. They spun it again. It hit $1,000 or like 1,200 bucks. He goes, cash out. 
Yeah, I'm done. Cash out. And and that's the thing about like craps, for example. You want to make money on craps, you gotta not hit just hit the number. You gotta hit the number like three times, right? Yeah. So if you buy the ten for twelve bucks, you hit it. You gotta press it. You hit it again. You gotta press it, and then you hit it again. Then you draw out. Yeah. You know, and 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 because the the numbers are, you're gonna lose more often than you win. So you gotta actually play the odds and try to make the odds work in your favor. Yeah. So it's so cool, man. Chris Gonzalez reaches out and says, I bet Mike is going to rent a scooter and just ride around playing the slots at the same time. <laughs> Have you seen that video of that one guy who's on the scooter and he has money, he has money in all five of the machines and he's spinning around, hitting the spin button. He's going to spin, spin. That's spin. skill right he's there, He's just going man. in a circle the entire time. That's freaking awesome, bro. That's skill right there, man. That's and you ingenuity. know what's so funny? Why do people on TikTok, not on TikTok, on Twitter and on this YouTube stream think that like I'm like so out of shape that I can't do shit? <laughs> I referee high school basketball, you jackasses. I run up and down the court. Dude, I ran a 5K the other day in 35 minutes. I actually can do stuff. You make it sound like I'm having to go wheel myself around H-E-B. You know, it, it's 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 funny because I, I used to have this one friend. We'd go to H-E-B, and we'd see somebody who was, like, really overweight on yeah. the scooters, right? Yeah. Or on, on the the motorized uh, shopping yeah, cart. it's a motorized scooter, yeah. And uh, he'd say, he'd look at me, and I swear I didn't say this, but I laughed, and I felt like I was going to hell. He goes, um, how do you phrase it? Fat because she needs the scooter? Or needs a scooter because she's fat. Oh, <laughs> Something Lord. to that effect, man. But, uh, dude, I was reading an article today. Speaking of Vegas. You got it on screen? Uh, I'm going to look it up right now. I, I read this this morning. And this is what's freaking me out. This is according to CBS Las Vegas. Bed bugs have been found in four Las Vegas hotels in the past five months so money's not the only thing you're bringing back home i know man <laughs> you know so that's one of the hardest things to ever get rid of because they showed how they get rid of bed bugs yeah and they got to get an exterminator and they put like heaters in the room and they just cook the rooms and you got to like destroy all the bedding mm -hmm. and everything i mean it's it's just a mess man so here's the thing where this was found are really nice hotels. Oh. The Venetian, which is where I've stayed in the past. Now, I've never paid to stay at the Venetian because it's expensive. Yes. But I have business trips out there. They put me up over there. Great hotel. Bed bugs. Delmonico. <laughs> excellent restaurant. Bed bugs at the Venetian. Yep. Also at the Mirage, Excalibur, which is kind of a crappy hotel. And then Encore, which is also a very fancy hotel. They found bed bugs there jonathan see what you're not saying excalibur is extremely underrated i mean you can go there in order to get the five dollar blackjack blackjack tape yeah you know if you want to play five dollar craps dude i love fremont man the fremont Fre fremont experience is so great it's so designed for us man it's designed for dad rock it's designed for divorce dad rock as well because you go over there and the music is all from the 90s nice I, I that's my jam dude i like that oh my god man uh the ec the uh the fremont hotels uh i'm gonna look up one right now the, there is uh oh my god what is the name of that hotel uh is it edgewater or something to that effect where they have the dancing girls that that they have these girls that are in like bikinis that 
that basically do the blackjack and the roulette and all that stuff. And then every like 15 minutes out of the hour, they get up on top and they start dancing. Yeah. Uh, dude, those girls, nuggets. Nuggets, all of them. That's so funny. Man, somebody like we gotta start talking about. I don't know if you can bring it up, but go to go to the X and put type in this in when you're searching for something, type in Wemby Billboard. Okay. Wemby Billboard. And just scroll down a little bit because somebody did like a drone footage of the billboard. It looks pretty damn cool, man. It's all shot in black is and the, white. Is it the Louis Vuitton billboard? Yeah, it's it's just Wemby billboard, and you can see the Louis Vuitton billboard. And if you start scrolling down, once you have your search, you're gonna see some things. And one of those is like drone footage uh that's on X and it's and it's showing the actual billboard. And it well, has I, I haven't I haven't seen the I haven't seen it yet, but here's the the, the photo of the billboard if you want to go on to there we are. Right here we have so, Louis Vuitton. Yeah, so what are the Tower of America's in the background? Yeah, I was gonna ask the the viewers here, what do you all think of Wemby's billboard? He looks very dapper there. I, I love it, dude. You know, I love it. And and if you can bring some sort of cosmopolitan vibe to San Antonio. That's that would be amazing. It would be amazing if Wemby played in San Antonio for 15, 18 years and brought fashion to San Antonio. Can you imagine if San Antonio became a place that was known for stuff like that? If our culture was beyond what you find at Market Square, if our culture was actually something more international flavor, yeah. you know, that would be cool, man, because why does it always have to be Houston? Why does it always have to be Dallas? But they need to make clothes that fits Mexicans. I mean, because we're we're of a certain stature, you know. And if you go and you buy clothes, they're not made for your body type, man. dude. I I go shopping for dress clothes a lot because you know just work related stuff. And I always ask the question: Why is there so much slim fit in San Antonio at these stores? Who the hell is slim in this town? Okay, exactly, not man. to be Charles Barkley or anything like that, but there's not a lot of slim people. We all have dad bods at the very least, but that Louis Vuitton billboard looks spectacular. Looks legit. Mario Cavazos reaches out to us on our YouTube stream and says he's never been to Las Vegas, but he's scared that he might end up like Mike, not knowing where I ended up or what <laughs> I was doing. That's a wild night. Dude, you know, Vegas is fun, dude. I mean, it, it's fun. Um, I am like Tim Duncan in the late in, in my in my later part of my career because I can play and party like an all-star one night. But the next day, I ain't getting drunk. <laughs> I have some friends who go get drunk in Vegas four nights in a row. No, I got two nights in me, man. I'm going to party like a, like a rock star, like an all-star. I'll go to 3, 4, 5 in the morning. But the next day, I'm drinking a lot of water, baby. Oh, man. Not a lot of scotch in that water. But, uh, again, the photo of Victor Wembanyama, arms stretched out. Looking good. Looking good. Hey, I'm going to do something here. I don't know if we're going to hear the video or the audio. I'm trying not to get the audio to come out here. Because you mess up? No. What I'm trying to do, actually, is I'm trying to see if I can get this to the chat to pop out here. Because what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to see if we can do something here. We can go ahead and start a little poll for our fans here. Interesting. So what should we ask them? Um, we should ask them in a poll question In a poll question. You know what? I, I had a conversation with a friend yesterday about this pedicures. Oh God. Yes or no for a guy to get a pedicure. I'm not saying like every month, 
but once or twice a year. Yeah. Would you be down with that? Do you like doing that? Or are you opposed to that? Pedicure. I mean, wait. <laughs> I'm asking for questions if Mike's asking for pedicures. Well, well, no, because I, 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 I joked with a friend of mine that this was going to be a poll question on Twitter. I just forgot to post it. Okay. I, I think it's 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 a, it's a very valid question. And what's so funny is that the ones that say no are the ones who have never had it. And the ones that say yes are the ones who are like, oh, dude, I've had it before. Of course I would. How should we phrase this? Is it okay for a guy to get a pedicure? There you go. Yay or nay. So uh, how about this for a question as well? Maybe down the road because uh, it was on TikTok yesterday. And Richard Jefferson, that bald MFer, former Spur, one of the few times the Spurs have like a free agent that came to San Antonio, right? I mean, Richard Jefferson was pretty legit back in Dick the day. Jefferson. Did you hear what he called Tim Duncan? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I want to play that sound. Are you, are you ready to play that sound? Yeah, I just started the poll right now. So okay. it's there for the so fans. I'm going I'm to flash this down. So he was on a podcast with comedian Steve Morell over the weekend, but it got uh, released yesterday. And I like Steve Morell. He's a funny, 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 funny comedian. He had Richard Jefferson on, former Spur. And this is how he describes Tim Duncan. Do you play with Steph? You play with LeBron. Steph, Tim Duncan, Dirk. You play with Duncan, too. Yeah, I play with Duncan. He doesn't want to remember that. It was a terrible... I just want... Let me go on record here. He's one of the biggest... Really? In the funniest way. Mm -hmm. I'll just be doing a game. He hadn't texted me in six months, and he'll just say some disrespectful (laughs) to me in the middle of a game. (laughs) Right. And then that's just it. Then I'll respond back to him. I'll respond back to him. He won't respond. He won't respond. He won't. He doesn't. He doesn't like me. He he just, (laughs) but it's like he's one of those guys. Like, if you want to talk to him about basketball, he's kind of like Jokic. He like he doesn't give a. Tim Duncan's like, I'll talk Mario Kart. Uh, oh, I won't talk. Uh... No. He was like, Hey, Rich, you want to come up to my room? I think he had just gotten like the new Mortal Kombat or something. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm down, right? Yeah. So I go up to his room, right? And so we're playing this. You know how like you can get those like the books that have like all the moves and. Oh them? yeah. He's like in the book like this. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like. Really? That's what you do? I was like, bro, isn't this like a, hey, I remember this move from Liu Kang. Like, right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on this. Okay, I remember this one. Okay, let me try. He's like, he just opened this oh, and was nerd. like, look, such a nerd. Uh, such a f-ing nerd. But he's, and then he whooped my ass about like 200 times. He's like, all right, you can go. 1,128 He's showing the grandpa gamer. That is Richard <laughs> Jefferson with comedian Sam Morell yesterday. Uh, well, actually, the podcast was on Sunday. It, uh, dropped yesterday and i saw that and i was like asking myself the question does richard jefferson actually like tim duncan because if you called somebody an asshole but in a funny way i mean do you have conflicted feelings i mean at least he was smiling and laughing about it saying how tim duncan reaches out to him after six months you know not talking to him knows that he's on tv and starts talking trash and when he gets responded to doesn't respond back so is Tim Duncan just basically a troll is what he's calling him. And now you laughed at the video game aspect of it all. Yeah, it is funny, dude, because that that's Tim Duncan. That he's learning all the codes, all yeah, the cheat codes. That's Tim Duncan, man. <laughs> Tim Duncan. They used to get down back in the day, like Tim Duncan. I think it was David Robinson, Sean Elliott. Uh, they used to they have pictures of them where they're in the plane. Yeah. And they're all getting down with like Star Field or I don't know what it was. 
some game that they were playing back in the day on on laptops, the old laptop computers. Yeah, they were all networked to and you know that to was each funny other playing games. And even when he won the championship, I think in '99, they went back to the room and play video games. <laughs> like they didn't celebrate. Nerd alert! Sith yeah. reaches out and says his name is Sam Morell, not Steve. I do know it's Sam Morell. I just misspoke okay i'm doing a show trying to monitor four or five different things it came out wrong now samuel gets some credit for me because his ex-girlfriend is taylor tomlinson now i gotta ask this question is taylor tomlinson a nugget so taylor tomlinson's a very very famous comedian she has a new special that dropped on netflix uh this past weekend she performed here in san antonio at the majestic theater Let's just show a photo of Taylor Tomlinson here. Okay. Let's go ahead and switch over. Is she, in fact, a nugget? She cute. And he dropped the ball on this one. She makes jokes uh, about uh, herself saying that the way that she looks, that she's not hot. She's, like, pretty to the point where people want to, like, be in relationships with her, want to introduce her to mom and dad. That uh, she has that vibe that it's like she's pretty enough to take home, but because of something or another, because she's a comedian, she can't get a guy to stay forever. Uh, but they were together for quite some time, Samarell. But Taylor Thompson, I will say this. She's in the tournament. She's in the tournament, the March Madness tournament. She's she's in there because she's funny. Yeah. Okay. There's a certain hotness that goes with funny. Like Anna Kendrick is funny. And that makes her even hotter than she is. Taylor Tomlinson on her own, not a comedian, looks okay. A comedian who's very talented becomes hotter. It's like girls who play guitar. Okay. <laughs> I mean, don't me wrong. She can be homely as well. But when dolled up, not bad. Oh, look at that. We've already got 12 votes on the poll. Is it okay for a guy to get a pedicure? 83% say yes. 17% say no. Dude, it's the year 2024, baby. I've never had a pedicure in my life. You know what? Uh, my dad was uh, given a pedicure uh, gift card a long time ago. Because my dad, you know, he has worked a very, very hard life. You know, uh, all the things that he has done in his life. And he, even to this day, in his 80s, he gets up every morning to do stuff around the house and to recycle things and and and. Uh, he works in the yard every day. Uh, but your feet, if you don't take care of them, become kind of grungy after a while. They, they, they become ugly, right? And they become all hard on the back end. And people live hard lives. My dad was given that. And the second that he went, he did not want to go. The second that he went there, he was like, ay, mijo, this was the nicest thing ever. Pedicures are fun, dude. <laughs> oh, my They're God. fun. But but I, <laughs> will say, suds, I, I, I will say this, though. Pedicures are fun if either A or fine. Okay. Um, if you go by yourself or if you go with your girl. Okay. I could, see, I could see somebody doing that. Okay. Go by yourself. Go with your girl. Yeah. I go once a year, no more than twice. My One of my best friends, she tried to get me to go with her one time. Uh, yeah. And she's like, I'm going to go get a pedicure. Let's go. I'm like, no. She's You'll like, come it. on, come on. I'm like, you will, no, you will love it. <laughs> if given the choice of going to get a massage and massage envy or getting a pedicure, I'll take the pedicure. God, look at da Daniel Castro from Castro and Sun Solar. Shout out to you, brother. Mike <laughs> takes it overboard and gets a facial, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> now, have you ever have you ever had your eyebrows done? 
I've only, you know what? I went and got a uh, a haircut one time, right? Yeah. At a barbershop, right? I was at the barbershop. And I guess my my brows were bushy or something. And the bro goes, the guy goes, hey, bro, want me to get that for you? I'm like, I guess, you know, I'm like, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, then they put the wax on? No, he just put like the comb like right here. Oh, and he, he, and he just went. Okay. He goes, I got you, bro. I was like, okay, I guess. <laughs> okay, I've done that both ways where they, that was uh one time they've had uh where they, like you said, they take the comb, the fine comb. Yeah. And they kind of move, they maybe they get the little scissors and so they kind of just no, he just take the, the top in the trimmer, man. He just no, but you go to the Asian lady in the back yeah. of the room, they lie you down and they put wax right here, and it literally takes like 30 seconds, and then they get a piece of tape go and then they just kind of like take the scissors out. Cost like eight bucks, ten bucks. Yeah, man, I never had I do that done. once a year. I never had that. Done. I had that done about uh maybe about a week ago. You can tell. I have two eyebrows now. Oh man, you Dude, don't have we, the unibrow. We, we we are in the light. I mean, it's 2024 manscaping, baby. That's a big deal. You go on the ESPN and you listen to you watch <laughs> Sports Center. Manscaping is like all hey. over the place over there. You gotta trim the bushes every once in a my, while. My boy Daniel Castro's on point with this one, man. <laughs> As we get older, we gotta take care of that nose and ear hair growing out of weird <laughs> places. No lies detected, man. Yeah, that's the truth. That dude. that is very true. Now. Go to the pedicure thing, by the way. It's a foot massage. They they grate they like a cheese grater to the bottom of your feet, dude. It it leaves like a mountain of what looks like parmesan, God, but it's your man. feet, and all of a sudden your feet feel smooth. That's disgusting. And then they trim dude. your nails, and they get all that black gunk and shit that goes underneath your toenail that no, develops man. there, and then they polish your your nail. So that it actually feels like smooth as opposed to like mm. scaly. Dude, <laughs> look at Jason and, Garcia. And, and, and they're giving you two or three margaritas while you're doing it. Hey, that's not a Or bad two thing, or three man. beers or drink. two or three glasses of wine. So it's more of an experience on top of it all. I am pro pedicure. <laughs> Jason says the smell of the strong nail polish makes him sick, right? Oh, that's true. The acetone. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I, I can get that. Because you even like walking in a mall or just in a store or something sometimes, like at Walmart, for example, right? The one right here off of uh, Loop 410, yeah. Southwest Loop 410. When you're walking out, depending on which way you came in, you walk by that little nail place and you can smell that shit. I always hold my breath because it's strong. Dude. It is strong. But here's the thing. I am pro pedicure. If you go by yourself, go with a girl. But if it's a bunch of dudes going together, no. I'm not going to call you up and Jeff Garcia and, and Jeff Chris will go Leha. with you, bro. Jeff I, will I, go I, with I, you. I am not going to call all you guys up and go, hey, fellas, you know what? Before we go to Twin Peaks, <laughs> Dad, let's, 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 let's go get a pedicure. Let's, come on. Guys day. Guys night. Guys day. No. You know, man. Let's go day drinking over there. No. Look at Go this, with a girl. Man. Go by yourself. And that's Daniel it. Daniel Castro is on one today. He says, Mike, that's because your feet are whack. Because you go get a pedicure. <laughs> uh, no, my feet are not whack. Because I get pedicures. Look at Swiss says, Mike got them eagle claws. Oh, no, they're called talons, by the way. My friends talons. and I refer to them as talons. You got to get your talons taken care of. This show has gone off the rails. It dude. has, man. We're going <laughs> to talk about sports at some point. Yeah, right? screw that, man. Screw that. <laughs> we, we've talked about Taylor Tomlinson, Sam Morell. We've talked about Richard <laughs> Jefferson. We've gone all, I mean, we've buried the lead. Dick Jefferson. We've buried the lead. All right, let's talk about. Look at that. I agree with Swiss. Bunch of dudes 
Goin is just moist. moist. <laughs> For real, bro. That's what I'm saying, man. Dude, I don't know why women hate the word moist. They just do. It's uh, one of my favorite lines from the, mo- from the show New Girl. I mean, I know New Girl is a chick flick type of a TV show. But uh, one of the Wayans brothers who played coach, he goes, I'm going to make a cake that's so moist. Women are going to be like, ooh, I hate that word. I'm going to be like, taste that cake. And they're going to be like, ooh. And he's going to be like, just taste that cake. And then they go, ooh, that's so moist. Oh. I love that line. I don't know bro, why. It's such a great. You just gave them more line. fuel to add to your cooking, bro. I don't bro. give a shit. You know they're going to put that up there I now. don't give a shit. Moist. <laughs> oh, God. That's going to be a new soundbite we're going to put on the show. Of you saying that. Oh, moist. the way the Wayans brother? Yeah. No, no, you saying moist. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know. I don't care, dude. People, <laughs> people make it sound, oh, Jimenez got cooked. I'm like, dude, I'm actually working and doing shit. I'm, I'm watching TV. Cooked as if I'm, like, paying attention to it. Dude, half the time I wake up and I see I have, like, 84 notifications. And I go through them half the time. Some of the times I'm like, I got stuff to do. I got to go to work. Uh, usually after the show, that's why I'm kind of scarce on social media. I'm working, man. <laughs> Vain stain. Clip that, boys. <laughs> I'm hey, man. I'm telling you, man. Mike's serving up gold today. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that clip of the pedicure and I'll put that on TikTok and I'll put it on on Twitter as well. I'm gonna put that clip up. You know what? It's you know, do you know what I'm gonna do? What I'm gonna do? I said that I wouldn't do this, but I think we've got to because it would be great content. What is it? Get a group of us, man. Six, eight dudes. Oh, fuck go get a that, pedicure together, man. man. Let's just make it happen. I would just the hang out the, the poll at right now. Man. Let's see what the poll is at. Poll right now, 73% say it's okay for a guy to get a pedicure. 27% say no. Interesting. Interesting. I, I, I think that we have become <laughs> a lot more progressive as time has gone on. So what? Mario Cavazos, moist as in Marbach. That's more like humid than moist. Tim Gonzalez brings up a really good point if we want to get back to sports, by the way. Yeah. Talking about a report about uh, potential expansion cities for Major League Baseball. And ESPN.com posted an article earlier this morning saying that Major League Baseball expansion is coming. It's not a matter of when, but it's a matter of where. And they are looking for places to expand the league to 32 teams before 2029. And the list of candidates that they have, ESPN says that the number one city to land a Major League Baseball expansion team is somewhere between San Antonio and Austin. It's going to be Austin, bro. There's not going to be... Anyway, in my opinion, that San Antonio is going to be able to land an MLB team. The number one reason behind that is that the city council can't get their heads out of their own ass and build a freaking well field. You know, they're, they're you gotta not build a, They're not a, saying San something. Antonio. Oh, no, but I'm saying the thing is, I said I know that that won't happen here in San Antonio. Maybe in Austin, maybe somewhere else, but not here. Austin probably couldn't do it by themselves. No, they can't. No, no but what they're saying is. Why not New Braunfels? Why not San Marcos? Why not someplace between New Braunfels and San Marcos? Like, say, like, exit 192. You know, somewhere between there where, where you could actually have a base from both cities that would want to go. Okay. Uh, and somewhere in between, I could see it working, you know. But in 
in one particular city, it's like, yeah. now if it's going to be done in Austin, for example, they was they said that it would be along the toll road uh, where the Tesla headquarters are at and where the airport is. If it's going to be there in Austin, uh, but it it have to be marketed as a San Antonio Austin type of team in order for it to work. They're also saying that Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, will, is an expansion uh, possibility along with Mexico City. Uh, Montreal, going back over there, they had the Expos back in the day. Nashville, Tennessee is also up there. Uh, Orlando, Florida, though it's stinking hot. Portland, Oregon is also one of the... Hey, Jason's over in Portland. Portland has nice weather this time of year, man. Yeah. Uh, Salt Lake City is also one of the 10 candidates. But Man, Salt Lake City, bro. They, they races as fuck over there, bro. Chris Leha asking the question, why would you put a major league team in a small-ass town? Which is a small-ass town? I think he's referring probably to San Antonio, man. Or either that San Antonio or Austin. Well, this is the interesting thing because I let, let's go ahead and 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 tell somebody so, tell something to Austin people that they don't want to hear and tell something to San Antonio people that they don't want to hear. <laughs> We're going to be one metropolitan city in oh, the next 5 to 10 years. In the year 2034, San Antonio and Austin Will be a metropolitan area. No, okay. Christopher Leia's report. He's uh referring to New Braunfels or San Marcos. Well, where do the Cowboys play? The Cowboys Ir- don't play in Dallas. Yeah, they don't play, they don't in, play in Irvin anymore. They play in Arlington. Yeah. Small ass town. Small ass town. Where, 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 where do the where do the where do the New England Patriots play? Foxborough, which is an hour outside of Boston. Look at Matt Lerma. He says, We the people can make it happen, believe it or not. The OKC City City Council was originally against the NBA coming to town where the petitions and local businesses had to get involved. You see, the problem with having another sports team in town Mm -hmm. is that that wasn't really, I guess, a focus for the city council, especially when you had one Nelson Wolf, the emperor that I referred to him as, running things, you know? Right. Now that he's gone and he's out of office, out of power, maybe something can happen, but... Damn it, you all have to get behind voting for something to be in place. That way it can be attractive to landing these types of teams. You know, hey, we're going to have a team where we're going to really make a bid to have another sports team in town, whether it be, I don't know, it's going to be an MLB team. Mm-hmm. you got to build a facility for them. And it has to look nice. It can't be the fucking Alamo Dome, bro. Well, no. That shit's nasty, Well, the, the days of the Alamo Dome have died. They have died. The, the even, I mean... Did you know that the Frost Bank Center and where the Indiana Pacers play are identical, are identical arenas? Mm. They're identical. Didn't know that. Uh, it, it's very similar to like um, when you go to a house, like let's say that you were to go to uh, a Dr. Horton home, right, where you have the same floor plan but with a different elevation, where it looks different on the outside, but when you walk inside, it's the same. That is the AT and T Center. Or what it was the AT&T Center, now the Frost, with Indianapolis. It's the exact same arena, just with a different facade. Yeah. Just a different outside, different elevation. Um, no, if they're going to build a new stadium, it's going to be celebrated. And that's going to need to have state funds going towards it. And it's going to have to have uh, a, a business leadership that's there. That's where Austin comes into play. Because as you can see, the money comes from there. They have Tesla. They have Dell. They have a lot of companies over there. They have a lot of money. San Antonio has the people. San Antonio 
and the San Antonio metropolitan area is larger than Austin and Austin's metropolitan area. So we have the people, they have the money. And where does San Antonio grow? San Antonio is growing north and has been for so long. And then Austin's growing south because more affordable homes are in the Kyle area, yeah. Buda, where the Cabela's is out there. And San Antonio is going north. I went to Texas State for two years in the late 90s. When you left past Rotama Park, there was nothing. There was there was a little town called New Braunfels, and then there was nothing until you got to San Marcos, and then basically nothing until you got to South Austin. The cities are merging together more and more. Right now, if you were to drive from now to like Southwest Texas State or Texas State right now, yeah, you might only have four exits. Four exits where there's like nothing on the side of the road. Like it has, we have expanded north. They're expanding south. Put a team somewhere there. Or even if they put that team in East Austin, Southeast Austin, yeah, it would be accessible for San Antonio because San Antonians could get there without having to go to Austin. Because if we have to go to San, like we take a ride at the yeah. Cabela's where the where the toll road is, Buda, where Buda is, that I would consider that to be a San Antonio team also because I don't have to go into Sixth Street and Congress and yeah. all that stuff. Austin's I, I, nice. It's the traffic that sucks. It man. does suck. It's awful. But you but you can avoid that. Yeah. If you can avoid that, that makes sense. That's where the, that's where the Circuit of Americas is. I like the toll road. I get to drive. Yeah, it's nice and quiet. Eighty-five and and uh, which really means ninety-five. It's nice and quiet. I get there quicker, to, in my opinion, because I don't have to put up with all the shit traffic. Edmund reaches out and says it's not on just San Antonio officials to get another pro sports team. It's a variety of factors and stakeholders. That is true. Edmund true. says, uh, "Well, actually, we had uh, another." Uh, Jason Gonzalez says, "There's a ten-minute gap between San Marcos and New Braunfels city limits." Uh, not much of a gap anymore. It used to be a larger gap back in the day. Edmund goes on to say, San Antonio is indeed one of the nation's 10 largest cities in terms of population, but still lower-ranked media market matters to advertisers and broadcasters. I'm glad that you brought that up. Because if you take a look at the media ratings, the Nielsen ratings, right? Yeah. So the Nielsen television markets, right? The Nielsen television markets... Number one is New York, followed by Los Angeles, then Chicago, then Philadelphia. Yeah. I'll if be you, right back, if, man. You keep going. If you go down to number 31, you have the city of San Antonio. At number 35, Austin. And Austin is charging. When I was the TV media back in the day, Austin was like number 60. And it has climbed to number 35. But if we combine the metropolitan areas into one television market, you add the 31 to 35, Guess what? We're now in the top 15. We're in the same area as Seattle and Detroit, Minneapolis, Orlando, Denver. You add the metropolitan areas, and that's what happens, man. So I'm excited about the idea of San Antonio slash Austin getting a team. It would probably be closer to Austin than it would be San Antonio, but I would go. I would go. And I'm I'm a big fan of Major League Baseball going to the games. I hate watching it on TV, but it kind of is what it is. Jason Gonzalez coming out to Jason Garcia, rather saying they're building express lanes on I-35 on the northeast side. You know, if you were to go over there to Circuit of Americas, there's different ways of getting there. You don't have to go 35 north. You can actually go Highway 90 and go to like Luling and hook a left. You can yeah. you can get there different ways. Yeah, sorry, man. I had to go and run to the front because no. some I guess my my employer. Yeah. 
sent me something. Oh. I don't know what it is. It has the, the branding all over the box. I got two of them, so we'll see what it is later. You know, I got some uh, boxes in the mail the other day from one of my uh, vendors. Dude, I'd be getting golf balls like crazy, man. And my friends get mad at me because they're like, dude, you don't even golf very well, and you're getting all these Pro V1s. And I'm like, it's okay if I lose them. They're free. You're like, I don't give a shit. It's free. Yeah, he's like, she's like, well, that box is normally like 60 bucks, 70 bucks. I'm like, well, to me, it's free. That's what happens, baby. Oh, look at this. Jonathan C says, what is the criteria for a city to be a big media market? You know, the problem with, with San Antonio is they don't have a lot of corporate businesses here. Big names, this you know? Is, this is where we come into say San Antonio is a poor city. If you look at, like, like, for example, Austin, they have a lot of big name companies that have right. set up shop there. They have money. What do we have beyond just like the USAAs? Well, because San, you know? San Antonio doesn't think big. Yeah. The, the, there, there's not one visionary in San Antonio. And I, I guess probably the biggest visionary we've had over the years is Henry Cisneros, former mayor, former HUD secretary in the yeah. Clinton White House. Um. We're not saying that the people here are necessarily poor. San Antonio no, has a people, lot of educated the, the, people. No, we don't. And they have educated people that will come here and they set up shop and they make money. It's just the cost of living here is not what it costs everywhere else. And I'm not saying that everybody's dumb. I mean, not everybody in San Antonio is no. educated with, you know, doctorates or masters, things of that nature. I get that. It's hard to get those degrees because of the time required and the commitment. I get all that. I'm not saying anything bad about San Antonio in that regards. It's just that we need more money here. You know, we need more big name companies the, to come here. The the problem that we have in the city of San Antonio is is that we're small minded when it comes to how we do things. There's no visionary when it comes to things. I mean, Henry Cisneros rolled the dice with the Alamo Dome, uh, believing that if you build it, they will come. And the NFL didn't come, but fortunately for the city of San Antonio. <clears throat> The Alamo Dome, as horrendous as it's looked, uh, has actually turned a profit. They oh, make they make has. money. They have big events that have been there. There have been boxing events. They've paid it off. Bowl games. We had NBA Finals there. Uh, we've had uh, Final Fours. Uh, so so there's been more positives than negatives when it came to uh, the Alamo Dome. I would love for them to just destroy it and rebuild it. Yeah. You hey, know? maybe the Spurs can get Daddy Elon. To come on here and buy some stake in the do, company. Do something. You know, they do already something. got Mr. Dell. You know, why can't they get Elon Musk? <laughs> but, you know, you, we were asking the question, is San Antonio or is Bear County, uh, quote unquote, poor? Yeah, we are. We are. And and it's because the jobs aren't here. And the jobs aren't here because we don't. You don't have we, the big we, companies. Well do, you, well, do you know why? Because we don't roll out the red carpet because we are all of the belief that. You have to you have to earn something before being given something. Yeah, it's the mindset. Well, I mean, okay. So, so for example, for example, you and I were talking about Tyron Smith yesterday, and I was telling you you got to pay them for past performance, and you were like, "Well, no, you've got to pay him for who he is as a player today." The problem with San Antonio is is that in order to attract businesses, you need to roll out the red carpet. You need to give tax, tax incentives. And yeah. You need to give incentives on water and electricity. They did and that with San, Toyota. And San Antonians are like, no. If they want to do business here, they're going to have to play by our rules. And then guess what? They don't fucking come here. 
You know why? Because you don't roll out the fucking red carpet. That's why. They did that in the past, right, with Toyota. Right, when Toyota wanted to set up shop here. Yeah. They rolled out the red carpet for them. And then everything just kind of stops, you know? You don't. You need to entice big business to come here to change things. Because those big businesses, like they were saying, Edmund Ortiz says, they help sponsor you know, it's professional sporting clubs. You now, know? Edmund says corporate presence, and he's mentioning <clears throat> companies like HEB. HEB is a small company. Well, here in San Antonio, they're they're a it's big, a it's a re, it's a regional. I know grocery store. I know it's that, that national It has chain. like one show in that has like one store in Dallas. Yeah, they don't it have. Is a, it is a regional yeah. thing. That that's like saying they're not outside of Texas. The, so that's like speak. saying as like like saying Security Service Federal Credit Union. Yeah. Or Credit Human. I mean, it, it, it's a big company in San Antonio, but in the grand scheme of things, compared to Kroger and Albertsons yeah. and all of that, it's a small company. Yeah. And the thing is, and too, USA is also client owned. So it can't do things the way that a for profit, you know, uh, company that is, you know, publicly traded can do. They're a client owned company, so they have certain standards and guidelines oh, yeah, that man. won't let them spend so much money. The one thing that it's also a faux pas for San Antonio or downfall for it is the way that they have the public transit set, set up. It's yeah, the VIA is the only thing. Well, you know, right, but, but 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 uh, okay, keep going. I'm no, because I'm saying they the people had opportunity in the past to get light rail set up in place. That would have been great because it would have been easy to get from downtown. Somewhere on 410, maybe 1604. If you're a tourist, man, that would have been great for you. You could get in and out, go around town on the light rail versus having to wait for the bus, having to wait for the bus. You have options right now. It's you the hit, via or bust. You hit the nail on you the know? head. And I'm glad that I shut up to hear you say that. Yeah. So I'm sorry for interrupting. No, it's okay. You hit the nail on the head. Because what I'm saying is, is the Santa doesn't have any visionaries. Light rail. If San Antonio wanted light rail, we would get light rail, right? If San Antonio People wanted vote it, against it, we would get it. People vote against it. Why? Because we're poor and uneducated. That's why. And it's because there's no vision of like what the cities need to be in. My daughter is in Asia right now, right? She's she's on vacation doing her thing with her grandmother over there, visiting you know her mom's side of the homeland and all that stuff, right? If you go over to Dubai, if you go over to Tokyo, if you go over to Hong Kong, they are years ahead yeah. of Texas public transportation because man. of public transit. And they understand that there's different ways of doing it beyond the whole idea of getting in the car and going. Yeah. Dude, if there was a train that got me from San Antonio to Austin in 45 minutes, I wouldn't drive. I would go. I would use it. I would use it too, dude. I would not. I mean, driving from here to Austin is not something you want to do. Yeah. You know, because of the traffic. And and it, it's just so funny. And that's what I'm saying is that San Antonio is so backwards in thinking, not forward thinking. That's why when you go to like Dallas or Houston and to some extent Austin, they're more forward thinking. They're thinking about. What it's going to be like in 2034 and 2044 and 2054. How are we going to move and, the people? And that's why the cities have grown and, and that's why businesses have come there. People, businesses don't come to San Antonio because we're backwards thinking. How many planes does it take to get to San Antonio? What's that? How many planes does it take to get to San Antonio? From where? Well, it depends on where you you're see, coming from. Exactly. That's the other thing that's a, 
a faux pas for San Antonio is the number of connecting flights you got to get to to get from San Antonio to anywhere else. Yeah, that's a problem. And they've even said that like big companies that have come over here. They're like, you know, San Antonio is a great place. We would have liked to shut up, set up shop here, cost of living and everything. It's hard to fly here. It's hard to get here. Matt Lermo's talking about uh, paying a living wage and all that stuff. Uh, I, he, I I missed it because. Oh, it, yeah. No, it, I'll show it to up. you. Let me so, go up. So, here. Uh, so Matt Lermo reached is. out and says our city council gives away tax incentives like it's candy. San Antonio has a law that says if you get tax incentives, you, you have to pay a living wage. Uh, that's why uh, Marushan, if I miss if I'm pronouncing Marushan it, uh, stayed out. Well, I mean. It's funny because these other cities that are giving away tax incentives are bringing in corporations that also have living wages. Are you telling me Tesla doesn't? Are you telling me that Dell doesn't? You know, and then also part of it is is the pipeline of the schools. I think that's probably the biggest thing that that we need to focus on in in San Antonio is the education system here when it comes to things like yeah. UTSA, when it comes to Trinity, when it comes to UIW, because again. A lot of the mines are in Texas at UT and Austin. The smartest of mines go to UT Austin. A lot of them do, and they don't stay. You know what? What's uh, interesting? I went in on a tour, right, of a campus there in Austin about a week or two ago with my boy, right? Because yeah. that's one of the co colleges he's looking into. One of the things that was very attractive to both of us looking at this college, three miles from downtown Austin, and the field that he wants to go into. There's companies littered all over Austin that specialize in that. Big companies. And if you want to go ahead and intern there, you're three miles from your campus to downtown Austin where you can intern it with some of the biggest companies in the world there. Yeah. You get a, an opportunity to show them what you can do. And if they know that you're studying to you know graduate in that field, more than likely they're going to want to hire you. You know? So it's like, and the good thing is, you can get on the bus. You could walk there. But the good thing that I see about Austin is the opportunity, mm -hmm. you know, especially if you're a young person trying to, you know, make it in this world. You're going to college. You have a lot of access to things that are close by, you know. San Antonio has done a good job, though. I'll give positives of the city yeah. of San Antonio. I'm not saying everything's the, bad here. The medical yeah. side of things. Oh, yeah. It's great. Uh, from the UTL Science Center. Amazing. Yeah. To... Uh, what goes on at SAMSI, amazing. So there are some spots that San Antonio has done a very, very good job in. And if San Antonio can be a place for this is where you go to get this type of operation, this is where you go for this and the other. Because like cancer, for example, Houston corners that, right? People go to Houston oh, yeah. for cancer treatment. But San Antonio, you come to San Antonio for burns. You come to San Antonio yeah. for other things, right? Uh, so there are some positive trauma. things. They have a big trauma unit here. But, you know, Matt Larma reached out and says uh, city council tries, uh, but some companies like Hyatt don't end up their end of the deal. That's another thing. See, too. But that's that's the thing is that San Antonio holds on to being a tourist town. And we got to be more than just a tourist town because, yeah. you know, what? Do you know what what our mirror image is, is Orlando. Orlando, you think of Orlando, what do you think? Tourist town. Tourist town. Yeah. You don't think of Orlando as being big business. What's that main? Uh strip that they have right there by orlando by the orlando eye that big ferris wheel yeah and you can just go walking up and down there it's mm -hmm. kind of like a river walk but it's not you know because you got to walk it's paved and and all it is is littered with shops restaurants all up and down the area with 
you know, a lot of hotels and all that. I forgot the name of the, the street, but that's what it is. It's a tourist destination and they have all the theme parks there. They do, you know, but, but you get trapped in that mindset yeah. of it being a tourist yeah. type of place. Now I will tell you one thing that would put San Antonio on the map and would bring business and money to San Antonio. I can tell you what it is. I know what you're going to say already. The day that gambling becomes there you legal. Go. There because, you go. Uh, tall tale. You want to hear a tall tale? I'll hear a tall tale. Um, when I was a news reporter 20 years ago, I got my eyes, my hands on MGM Grand's plans for the city of San Antonio. Yeah. And MGM Grand wanted to open up a casino right next to SeaWorld. That would have been pretty cool. And they had plans to open up one in C by SeaWorld. They had a plan to open up one by Rotama Park. And, and also, there was plans to have a casino opened up along where Toyota Field is on the north side of town, oh, north, yeah. northeast side of Way town. There. SAFC plays there. Yeah. So that was the plan. And they were saying, we just hope one day. So casinos secretly have been holding on to certain properties in Texas, specifically San Antonio. So the, the idea that MGM had, and they still do to, to some respect from what I understand, is that when gambling becomes legal in Texas, that that um, the legislature would allow only a handful of casinos to open up, right? Yeah. But the majority of them, or at least half of them, would be in San Antonio. The rest would be in Dallas. So if they opened up five casinos or they allowed five companies to come in, San Antonio would be the gambling destination of the state. That would be pretty cool. If they had like casinos up and down the river walk, can you imagine, dude, going yeah. on a weekend, just sitting at the casino, placing your sports bets and watching the event in front of you with your buddies, having a good time, having a drink, watching either a boxing event, UFC. It could be, you know, NBA basketball, Spurs. It right. could be anything, MLB, but you're having a good time. Man. So the legislature has debated this and they meet every two years. And the problem is, is that um you're getting the number of people that you need for sports betting is one aspect of it all. And then it's casino betting. Those are two different things. And it's thawing out the, 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 the belief that we don't need to have this. Don't want this is going away, but in order for it to be passed by the legislature, it needs to be brought up. It passed the house, right? Yeah. Has to come up because there's a, there's a state amendment constitutional amendment against gambling so it needs to pass the house the senate has to pass the governor's signature and it then has to go to the people and the people have to then vote to repeal that particular amendment right so it's a process it passed the house it had enough support in the senate but the person who runs the senate decided not to bring it up because he was like well i want more, the majority of Republicans to support it as well. And it was right at around 50-50. Yeah. And then beyond that, Rolling Thunder, Greg Abbott, was not going to sign it anyway. So really, it's just two people who are, pre are preventing this. And my question for this, especially for those who consider themselves to be conservative, why would you not want this to go to the people? If this I is what the people want, if this is what the people want, why are we afraid of certain democracy things going through? Okay. But what I want to bet on is how pissed off cowboy fans are going to be when Dak Prescott oh. becomes the richest man Dakota in NFL Prescott. history. Hey, but before we get into that, yeah. let's go ahead and play a quick ad read yeah. from our good boy here supporting us today in, in the chat here. 
Christopher Leha, yeah. MCS General Contracts. Go ahead. MCS General Contracting, more than 30 years of combined experience in concrete placement. They are the best in the business. Honest pricing, high quality work. They get going on house foundations, driveways, concrete patio decks. If you want to extend the deck, extend the driveway. If you're a business and you need to put together a slab, a parking lot, or other concrete placement services or sidewalks, reach out to MCS General Contracting at 210-774-9155. They're confident in their skills, so give Chris Leha over at MCS General Contracting a call at 210-774-9155. And thank you for being a sponsor of this show. Chris Leha, good man. I spoke to him this morning. Spoke to him this morning, hoping to have his company look at my stuff. Yeah. Again, all the concrete. Uh, we, we were talking about maybe extending the patio, uh, doing various things. going to resurface uh, my front porch. Looking forward you know to working what? with those guys. If you want things done right, call MCS General Contracting. Chris has many years of experience. And you don't necessarily want things done for the cheapest price. You want them done right, right the mm -hmm. first time. And it's an investment. That way you don't have to have this job that you go ahead and want Chris to go ahead and take care of for you, whether it's extending the patio or resurfacing concrete, whatever it is, you want it done right the first time, call Chris. And you want it done by somebody who gives a crap and takes pride in what they do. Yep, exactly. And that's what MCS does. Uh, I'm looking at, if you want to go to my screen real fast. Sure. Uh, I like this headline. It says the staggering uh, cost of Dak Prescott's contract extension for the God, Dallas Cowboys. Man. And it was revealed by the Bleacher Report uh, one of their reporters was talking about it, and Blogging the Boys picked this up as well. Uh, I was talking, listening to RJ Ochoa last night on Blogging the Boys about this, and the prediction is is that Cowboy fans are going to be pissed off when this happens because Dak Prescott is going to get a raise from forty million dollars to more than likely becoming the NFL's first sixty million dollar man. That's great, and that would be a contract of five years. $300 million with the majority of it being guaranteed. That's Jerry's fault because he's just going ahead and throwing money and celebrating mediocrity. Dak Prescott might be the smartest guy in all of the NFL. Oh, he flees Jerry. What he has done, dude, I've burped twice and I never burp. I'm like the anti-burper. I never do. I've, I, don't, I don't know if it's coming out, but I've been burping like crazy with this Diet Coke. <laughs> uh, That's why I'm drinking water or tea. <laughs> So the thing about this this contract is is that Dak has bet on himself and he's bet on the fact that he's not getting hurt, and because Jeez, he hasn't man. been getting hurt, I mean he had that one season where he he missed broken ankle. He dude. missed he missed about yeah. five or six games. And Cooper Rush came and you know righted the ship a little bit, but Dak Prescott's been making about forty million a year and he's been signing these three year deals, these four year deals. He hasn't signed that big Patrick Mahomes ten year deal, but this might be the time when he goes. You know what? I'm going to put my name down for five more years of leading the Dallas Cowboys at $60 million a pop. RJ Ochoa blogging the boys also on San Antonio Sports Star on uh, Robin and uh, what do they call it now? Robin RJ? Yeah. Uh, so I think it's still R&R, &R, right? Uh, but the thing about it is, is that he was saying this is the way that the NFL works. The NFL works where when it's, the, when it's a star quarterback's turn to go up and get a contract, they just build on top of it. They just build on top of it next person in line like Lamar Jackson became the highest and then it was at one point it was Joe Burrow and then at one point it was Patrick Mahomes and you just build on top of it and he basically said it is Dak Prescott's turn but on top of that the reason why the Cowboys have to pay him 
is because they have no alternative other than to pay him. Because if they cut him, a cap hit of $59.4 million this year, which would gut the team, that's a lot. Number two, his contract states that he cannot be franchise tagged. So the Cowboys can't string him along like they did Tony Pollard. Also, Dak has a no-trade clause, so they can't trade him. So Dak negotiated a contract, and Jerry Jones signed it, and Stephen Jones signed it, where they said, we can't franchise tag you, we can't trade you, and if we get rid of you, it's going to decimate our team. This guy is not only holding every single card in the deck, he's holding the Jokers too. Yeah, that's why Jerry should have went ahead and cut Dak and cut Zeke when he had the opportunity to do so. He made bad decisions, and unfortunately for Cowboy fans, it's going to cost you potentially a trip to go into the Super Bowl because the problem is the team as a whole. It's not just one or two pieces. It's, It's the collective that he's put together here, and he hasn't done it the right way. I mean, he's gone after Dak. Dak is an okay quarterback. He's just proven he's not the guy. You're I overpaying mean, for that. Think about how difficult it's going to be for the Cowboys to compete with the Niners. Oh, when you're yeah, paying yeah. this guy $60 million, Can't get anybody. But Brock Purdy's making 950000 That's That's ridiculous, man. <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, think about that. I mean, think about that. Patrick Mahomes, for crying out loud, makes forty five. Yeah, I mean, Brock Purdy took the 49ers to the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Pay the guy. I mean, Joe Burrow went to the Super Bowl on a rookie deal as well. Patrick Mahomes made it on a rookie deal. That, that, that's catching lightning in a bottle. When you that's that. why the fucking Cowboys are going to be my Sancha team this coming season. Because I'm fucking done with the shit, dude. dude. I'm done with them. the windows closed. They've got to pay Micah Parsons. They've And Micah Parsons, according to Bleach Report, can be pushed out to next year as far as giving him the race. Yeah. But this year, you have to pay CeeDee Lamb also. Tyron Smith wants a deal. You've already given deals to Trayvon Diggs. You've you've given deals to other players. You're running out of money. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna have to. You're they're already over the cap, and they're having to pay for that. I mean, what the what the fuck are you gonna do now? He Dak Prescott not only holds every card in the deck, but he knows that the Cowboys can't do anything. And Dak Prescott only two victories. Two and five record in the playoffs. I can hear Dak Prescott telling Jerry just in his Tim Duncan voice. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> then he would have to talk shit to Jerry. Just pass by him. Gotcha. <laughs> $60 million for Dak Prescott. Because you know he ain't going to settle for 59. Oh, no. It has to be 6-0 Zero. on the dot. Yeah. The cap hits 59.4, may as well, right? Look at Chris Gonzalez says, are the Cowboys going to rebuild? Nope, nope. They're going to be laden in mediocrity once again. It's going to be another disappointing season for Cowboy fans. Let's see if the team, based on what's going to happen in this offseason, are they going to be competitive enough to even make, you know, the the wild card, you know? The window has closed. The window has no closed. lies detected. The Dak hey, Prescott second. I'm with Hanover Fist. Let's run Trey Lance out there and see what the hell he can do. Well, I mean, you know, we need to get Dak uh, hurt to make that happen. Hey, but Dak Prescott. You don't think I'm wishing for that every time <laughs> I see him running for his life? 
but he threw for 4,500 yards last year, 36 touchdowns, nine interceptions, was runner-up when it came to the MVP vote. I mean, he, and he can't win the big game. You're getting paid that much, and you can't win the big he's game. He's been with the Cowboys for eight years. He's 30 years old. We know what we Put got Put him out to him. pasture, man. What do they do with those racehorses, dude? <laughs> they determined to glue. <laughs> <laughs> it might be time. He's he's pulled up lame already. He's got a bad leg. He got a bad ankle, should I say? Let's go ahead and take a look at that poll regarding. Oh, I'm looking at it right now. The latest poll it's telling us right now is it okay for guys to get a pedicure? It was kind of dipping down into the 70s. It went back up as of the latest readings here. 82% have said it's okay for a guy to get a pedicure. 18% now say no. Dude, look at that. Look at that right there. No. They shave it down. I mean, it, it and then they put your, your your feet in hot water with salt and it just eats away. Why all can't the I do crap. that? I got a bucket. No, I just you fill can't, it with water, you bro. You don't have what they got. I got Epsom salt. You, you don't got what they got. You don't got the jets that go on with it. Uh. You don't have that 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 hand that just massages your foot and then they get that cheese grater and this Big old mountain of Parmesan, but really, nasty, it's, it's your dead skin. No, dude, I tell you what, dude, if you got a pedicure, you'd be touching your feet the entire time, dude. You'd be like, like you'd be home, you'd be walking around barefoot, and you'd be staring at your feet. It is a great experience, but again, no. do it with a girl, do it by yourself. But a bunch of dudes, I would do. You know what? Do you know who I'm gonna ask? Do you know who I'm gonna ask? Jeff. I'm going to ask Mike Taylor and Rudy J to go with oh, me. God, bro. Just for the content of it all. It'll be like a joint a joint show content. Don't forget to subscribe to uh Mike Taylor and uh Rudy, Rudy J. J in the building. Hey, that would be something me and DJ LG could do as a live show, you know? We'll team up and get that done. <laughs> Jonathan C says, "You know your feet are bad when the Vietnamese ladies start talking in their language as they work on your feet." <laughs> Okay, it, it reminds me of uh, real. of uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin. Hold all my, cancel all my future appointments. <laughs> <laughs> Hold all calls. For the waxing. Ah, Kelly Clarkson. Now that I wouldn't do. That was, he actually did that. I know, but that's Ooh. something that I would never do. But the brows, fine. Oh, God. <laughs> Look at Mario Cavazos. What place do you recommend, Mike, for a pedicure? Make them a sponsor. Well, you know what's that? Com- ah. What's that comedian that used to be a, a Raiders, a Raiders, um, the Buon Kiki girl? What's what's her name? Uh, Angela Johnson. Angela Johnson. By the way, uh, back in the day, when she was a Nugget. Oh, she used to be a. What was it a cheerleader thing for the Raiders at the time? Yeah, way back in the day. Uh, I I've seen her before, and she says. She has all oftentimes said that uh, you want to go to the places that that's that say nail without the s on it, like fancy nail, or whatever. Not fancy nails, fancy nail. nail. You know, sparkly nail. Because if it doesn't have the s on it, it's a legit place. Oh gosh, she's a nugget. Angelica is in the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We're gonna have to have the nugget tournament. Yeah, you know. In honor of March Madness, mm-hmm. we're going to go ahead and have to go ahead and, and wrangle together some of these gals and have the, the listeners or the viewers vote. I think the one seeds right now are probably Anna DeArmas, Sydney Sweeney, Paige Speronic, 
And who's the fourth one seed? What about Scarlett Johansson? She's still hot. Yeah, I mean, she was a one seed back in the day. I think wow. she's like a four seed now. We'll, we'll, we'll think of a fourth one. The fourth one will be uh, Brittany Mahomes. Oh, <laughs> God, man. You know what? The one thing about her, though, is she's loyal as hell, dude. Yeah. She's been with Patrick since they've been in high school. That's your ride or die, bro. She has been. I, I, I that, That's a very good point. It's a very good point. But, uh, yeah, so I'm glad that uh, we have a very progressive listener group here who says that they're okay going to the pedicures. Uh, now, getting a massage, I, I've i done it before several times. Not the biggest fan. Not the biggest fan. Look at Hanover Fist. I like Dumb and Dumber when they get the angle grinder. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of works that way, man. It kind of works that way. What is he saying here? Jonathan C. Yeah, she has 500 million reasons to be loyal. She knew where Pat dude, was going. Dude, he was just a sophomore in high school when they got together. He didn't know where he was, he was going. Oh, he's like, oh, man, I saw your JV football game. You were epic. Jeez, <laughs> oh, my goodness. But this has been a fun show. Hey, I got to get back to the office. Before we go ahead and end the show, too, we got to give some love to our boy, Jeff Garcia. Jeff Garcia, Locked on Spurs, Kens 5. Locked on Spurs is your daily Spurs podcast hosted by Jeff Garcia, the lead Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio. Jeff has a healthy plethora of guests all the time on the Locked on Spurs podcast. You can also follow Jeff on threads at Jeff G Ken's 5 SA. You can also follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. So make sure you go ahead and give Jeff a follow not only on threads and Twitter, but also on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash at Locked on Spurs. This is where you're going to be able to find the replay of the Locked on Spurs podcast. Make sure to like, subscribe, and share. Jeff G. Spurs out on Twitter yeah. and threads. Look and at this, man. I love Hanover Fist. Hey, look at his comment. I'm going to put it up on screen so you can see this, man. This is hilarious. I know it was Gert. It was Garrett. It. Garrett from the Netherlands. Have CT's sister as a number one seed to have a shot, Mike. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> Carolina Garrett. was actually supposed to be on today, but she couldn't because she got busy last minute. Mm. And I apologized to her and I said, girl, I forgot to tell you to be on Tuesday. So I was texting her and, you know, I missed her call and we're texting back and forth, but she just couldn't make it. I like where Garrett's mind is going, man. That is that is some smart thinking, right? Uh, J-Lo coming to San Antonio July, 5, uh, July 5th. Uh, I wonder if Ashanti is coming in Sierra because all her hit songs were sung by Ashanti and Sierra. J-Lo is a fraud. Oh, my God. Well, look at Hanover Fist was talking. You all talk about Vic getting with Louis Vuitton. We did, we actually. Did. We talked about that yesterday's show, and then we talked about the billboard that was put up in San Antonio earlier. So and now we have all, we're going to have all those fake handbags come to San Antonio. Is Margot Robbie the fourth one seed? Hey, she's cute, too, man. She's really, really cute. I mean, Wolf of Wall Street, she was Barbie. She's up there. I like it. I like CT's sister being the number one seed. Oh God! Until you know Carol what? <laughs> you know what? Let's put. Let's put. Uh, I'll ask for permission first. I'll, I was, I'll, was gonna say. I'll ask CT. <laughs> my and God. I'll ask. Uh, I'll ask CT if it's okay if she's on the list. If she's like, <laughs> if I put her down as a five seed, you know what happens? 
Oh, what look happens? at Chris Gonzalez. Did we talk Cowboys? Remember you were yeah, we did. always talk Cowboys. Yeah, we did talk Cowboys. We just a couple minutes ago we we're talking Cowboys. Yeah, we rewind uh, about 12 minutes. We had a whole thing about how Dak yeah. Prescott has Before we uh, end Jones the show, over. poll, final tally here. 82% say yes, it's okay to get a pedicure, for a guy to get a pedicure. 18% say no. RCW Royal Rumble is this weekend. RCW Wrestling turning 22. Oh, go check out our girl. CT? CT. On Sunday? MC. The event is Sunday, February 25th. 6709 Northwest Loop 410. Doors open at 4. Event open at 5. I'll be drunk at 3. God. I'll check it out. And what did you say if you're there at the event? The first the- first two stop. That's the, the spot me, say Jimenez. And you have to show to me that you subscribe to my channel, our channel. I'll get you a beer. There you go. Get a free beer. beer. Some of the female wrestlers look pretty nice. Maybe mm-hmm. Demon Mike time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone have a great day. Is it hump day? It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It's my Friday, man. So thank God I'll be off tomorrow. Everyone have an amazing day. My name is Mikey Menez. That's Joe Garcia. This was the Alamo City Sportscast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Subscribe. Hit the like button on the way out. And uh, share with your friends. Yeah. Oh, and just a heads up too, guys. There's no show for Rudy today. So Sweep the League is not going to have a show today, but they're going to return to business on Friday. Oh, do I have to jump back on it too? So what I, did, oh, I got to do? If you want to jump on, <laughs> you can jump on. I'll be working. <laughs> All right, man. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Latest.